Earbuds and earworms. I'm Amy Star Stare Avoidant Shepherd, and this is I'm Mitchell Manley, Smooth Elevator Operator. <laughs> I was like, wait, I have to come up with like a a radio DJ voice. Yeah, yeah. Name. <laughs> I went, you know, a play on Sade's Smooth Operator, but I'm a Smooth Elevator Operator, ah, so. and I'm just Stare Avoidant, right? Because yeah. elevators. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why would you take the stairs? It, although you're much healthier than most people, so. <laughs> Um, you don't I, need it. I do definitely. Uh, there's an elevator in my building at school. Yeah, and I have to. I've kind of made some rules for myself to make sure I don't use the elevator sure. a lot. Um, now when I went to Austin P, I would run up the four flights of stairs to the top of the building, but I'm older now, <laughs> and so if it is on the third or fourth floor, I'll take the elevator. Or if there's at least two, two uh like sets, sets of, of stairs, stairs yeah, uh, then. I will actually walk myself. Right. Know, but, but if it's past like two or three sets of stairs, you're done. Right. And then, of course, I always walk all the way down. I'm not taking the elevator down unless that's, I have to carry stuff. That's fair. That's a good a good little rule of thumb to so have. So that's, that's how I try to get my steps in. Yeah, but, that makes sense. And seriously, I'm not getting my steps in lately. It's bad. Yeah, I just go for a walk. That's uh, And so I don't get my steps in every day, but I make up for it some days. Yeah. I do go for long walks most of the time, but... I'm going to make it today because I'm going to walk down to Barbecue yeah, stairs. Oh, are you really? Well, I'm not going to walk all the way down. I'm yeah, going to just... probably park and then walk like two and a half miles. I don't know. I've never been to Barbecue Fest, but I imagine it's pretty pretty big grounds. Uh, Yeah, it's big. I mean, it's all of Tom Lee Park, so it's all oh, yeah. of Beale Street Music Fest. Um, And it's like a big giant frat party yikes but i have friends on the inside oh you got friends on the inside then you're all right you're required to have yeah, to go to sure. barbecue they don't let you eat barbecue fest at barbecue fest That's oh really is. you have to like you have be to invited know, or something you is have that... to get a wristband from your tent interesting or multiple tents gotcha. yeah so i have one person on the inside i just want to go and eat all the all the baked beans and the coleslaw you're gonna have to get some friends man yeah yeah I don't have any of those, unfortunately. Whatever. But no, uh, uh, no. I just want to get in there. I'm gonna sneak in there and get me some coleslaw. Okay. Maybe I'll put some in a little thing. Yeah. Put it in my purse. But of course, just by the time I get back, fence. to slide it down through the uh, the Mississippi River. Yeah. Let's let's, <laughs> let's just no. I I could put a little sail on it and then drop it in the Mississippi, and you could be further down, and you could collect it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, I mean like, it will be filled with. Pick it up like Moses in a basket, just like out of the Nile. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be magical. <laughs> So, of course, this theme is elevator music. It's not barbecue. It's elevator music. You wouldn't have guessed that. But you mentioned on a previous podcast that you wanted to explore elevator music. Yeah, I think elevator music and like weight music, it's kind of, it's an interesting thing to sort of pay attention to. Like whenever you think about it, it's sort of inherently very smooth and very chill. 
And, you know, it's probably meant to keep you from having an anxiety fit while it's you're... It's, like, unobtrusive, but also right. there. But if it's not there, it's like, hmm, it's real quiet around here. But what's very interesting about a lot of it, as we'll see in some of these uh, other songs, is a lot of times it's very sort of deceptively complex beyond how chill it sounds. Oh, yeah. And there's, uh, especially in, like, uh, I talked about the vaporwave sort of stuff, and a lot of that... Uh, samples some of the old smooth jazz and stuff that you'll hear in elevators and it samples like the really cool groovy rhythmic parts of that and so that's that's the interesting thing to listen to that's not so boring uh, whenever <laughs> you when you get past like how sort of minimal a lot of elevator music is like you you realize the the little tricks that they're doing to kind of you know keep your ear engaged. they put some work in yeah it's very interesting yeah, to me that's so fascinating so uh, that you're just enough distracted Right, and uh, you don't want you to have a freak out, especially in an elevator. No. Like, uh, have you, know. you ever, are you ever, like, scared in elevators? Sometimes I do get a weird anxiety in elevators. Um, I'm just kind of scared of getting stuck between floors. Um, I've had friends that that has happened to. Uh, you did learn from, like, Total Recall and all those Arnold Schwarzenegger movies that you never try to get out, right? Yeah, th although I totally would try to get no, out. No, I would not because I'm scared to death of being sliced in half. So I yeah. always hop over the door, the door, uh, like, yeah, divider I would part. Have to, yeah, I would have to, like, punch out the ceiling or whatever and see if I could climb up to the next floor at least. I'm living in there. That They'll just become my home because they will not be getting me out. Yeah, I'll wait for a little while before I get, <laughs> but, like, past... 30 minutes, an hour, if I'm still stuck in there, I'm figuring a way out of there because otherwise I'm going mad. Yeah, no. Unless they got some dope elevator music yeah, playing. Yeah, that's why they have it. It's because right. the elevators used to break all the time, I'm sure, yeah. right? Oh, I mean, that's my theory. That's that's a good theory. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in looking into that. Hmm. What did you bring? All right, so I'm going to start us off with some Vaporwave. This is Infinity Frequencies in a song called Identification. This song was my introduction into vaporwave music and like a lot of vaporwave samples, old R&B and soul and like fusiony jazz sort of stuff, uh, like elevator music and your waiting room music and uh, that that kind of stuff. This one has like a really smooth like guitar and bass groove from a song called Jamaican Nights uh, by a guy named Russ Freeman. I had never heard of him or this song until I had heard you know this sample in this one. But it just takes the grooviest part of that song and just loops it and adds some extra synths in it. I see. I thought this was legit, like, for an elevator. Yeah, I know. So I was like, wait, why does Mitchell know how to find <laughs> elevator music? <laughs> it's It's got this, like, magical electronic, like, grooving thing yeah. going on that is amazing unobtrusive it's not like offensive to anybody's like sensibilities as far as i know unless yep. there's somebody who truly hates elevator music 
which I don't know that person. Yeah, I mean, like you can you can say it's not something you would ever put on, but like if you're if it's on in the background and you're not really paying much attention, you probably won't notice it um, for the most part unless you're like, oh, I recognize that melody or whatever. Yeah, and actually, I had this like toe tapping moment where all of a sudden I was oh, like, man. oh man, I'm tapping my toes to this. And this I didn't one expect is a toe this. tapper. Yeah, yeah I was that- just like. I'm grooving to this song. <laughs> yeah, that little guitar lick uh, in this one just really, that's what caught me and like made me want to listen to more of this kind of music because the intro to it is kind of chill. And uh, if you look online, the Weather Channel actually played this song. Really? Uh, it, or it was the song that they sampled it from. But uh, yeah, this part of the song was played on the Weather Channel. <laughs> you can find like where someone is... Like, oh, this is on the Weather Channel. I recognize this and recorded it and put it on YouTube. Oh, wow. That's probably, like, the most on point for my, like, uh, sensibilities that the Weather Channel would ever have been, though. Oh, man, I love Weather Channel music. It's a lot of really good stuff. (laughs) A lot of it would fit in perfectly in this episode. Yeah. I guess, well, if I had cable, I would listen to the Weather Channel then so I could find all the stuff. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's really cool. Now... Of course, I'm never really quite sure what I'm doing until like two hours before the show, but I found this song from Barbarossa called Elevator. walk the line like I was like oh I don't know if I want to go with straight elevator music and I you know because our ear buddies brought a lot of not specifically what you would hear in an elevator but also love songs to elevators right yeah songs that mention elevators and right so I was like I'm gonna go with this unobtrusive song that also mentions elevators yeah, it's perfect <laughs> and I was like I'm gonna walk this line it's I found most fascinating is the vocalist really uses his own voice as like an instrument because you're hearing this like bendy thing that he's doing yeah definitely um and i it's kind of like bjork but Mm -hmm. you know not a female voice and she's got like a certain quality but like definitely this bending of these notes and stuff that i thought was really cool and it could totally slide in the background of coffee shop totally could slide in the background of an elevator yeah, it's, it's really chill, uh, like really minimal. Even the percussion is is kind of minimal, whereas he could be keeping a steady beat to keep the song going. It kind of starts and stops mm-hmm. and uh, in, in very strategic places. Uh, not a lot of movement or variation in the organ sounds. And the lead part is, is interesting, but like you said, it's kind of unobtrusive, kind of keeps your nerves at bay. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also thought it was funny you mentioned Bjork, because when I was listening to this, it reminded me of the singer for Sigarose. Uh, yeah, Yonsi, and he's uh, he has a similar sort of. He and Bjork both have a, a a particular way that they sing in English. Yes, and they kind of slur and bend their words in a certain way. And I also heard that when I heard this, but 
you know, they're both from Iceland. This band is from London. So I think maybe he just loves him some cigarettes. Uh, and, uh, and who doesn't though? Right. Yeah. And some, and some Bjork and just loves singing like those people. Yeah. I, or at least they learned, he learned a, a couple of tips from them for sure. Yeah, for sure. It makes it, it's a, it's a very, uh, endearing sort of a sound, like the way they say their S's and yeah, kind of something... slur words in a particular way. Yeah. And I, uh... That makes me want to just go listen to uh, Yonsei's. Oh, man. All, all of his stuff is incredible. Cigarose is incredible. I like the fact that he has a solo career and Cigarose still makes music, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, thank you for not breaking the band up. Oh, thank goodness. <sighs> That's, I've been jamming on their new their new one this past week. So. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's really good. Um, So many selections from the ear buddies mm-hmm. as now it's like always there's so many it's so hard to decide so i tried to i pick, love it i tried to pick ones that maybe like we haven't heard from lately so jojo he brought stars elevator love letter This was the song that is like a love letter, but also like a breakup needy letter. <laughs> and, yeah. And I almost felt like this is like this kind of solemn jubilation that like, oh, this is the end of the day. I'm going to go home. But then there's like this whole date part of it. And then it's like, please don't leave me. So, but they kept the same kind of like sound to the song throughout this whole strange transition. But it's yeah. like the elevator as a portal to the rest of life. Yeah, and like it, it definitely has this very particular mood to it. Um, I remember hearing stars kind of on in the background when I worked at Books a Million and when I worked at Earthbound. When did you work at Books a Million? Um, right before I worked at Earthbound. I don't know uh, what year was it. It would have been. It was after 20... I didn't work there. Yeah, for sure. Um, How did twenty we not work together. Probably twenty twelve, I guess, is whenever I was working there. Uh, twenty eleven or twenty twelve. That's awesome. I'm um, so sorry. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> I it was an easy job for me and luckily my boss didn't really didn't really care if I did all the like selling membership cards and that's what and we were all that stuff. Yeah, that's the worst part of those sorts of jobs, but um the good part is you get to hear a lot of cool music and Stars is one of those bands that I heard and like, you know, overheard on the Muzak system and I was like, "Who is this? This rules." And I can't remember the name of the song that I really liked, but this one I definitely heard a million times at Books a Million. <laughs> um, and yeah, lots of lots and lots of harmonies, and they even have a cool effect where one one voice stays stationary and the other voice is like doing a more complex uh, melody with more movement, and it sort of emulates this idea of an elevator where you're moving, <laughs> but at the same time, down, same. but also in the same place. Yeah, you're going just, up and down, but you're certainly not going my, forward or backward. <laughs> 
my uh my my English teachers taught me well how to pull a lot of metaphor out of little things. So Yay, yeah, <laughs> but no, I think uh, I think it, it was probably sort of intentional uh, or at least subconscious in creating that mood. Oh. Um, and you also have like the really chimey synthesizers that kind of emulate the chime whenever you reach your desired floor on an elevator. Ding. And, uh, you know, the verses, they sort of build this tension about the tedium of, of office life. And then it kind of relaxes whenever she uh, hits the elevator in the, in the chorus, you know. Yeah, it's like taking your shoes Finally off after. Home. Yeah. 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 And so it's got this sort of tension and release to the song um, that I found very interesting. And I, I like stars a lot. I love this band. So it's my Ho- first introduction to it. Yeah. Hopefully you'll you'll hear some more stars. I'm going to go home and listen to more stars, too. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to definitely, like, totally check them out way more. Especially now that I know that they were on the Books a Million playlist. Mm-hmm. There was some good stuff. I heard a lot of good bands from there. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have that good of music when I was there. Mm-hmm. You just got to pay attention, you yeah. know. Now, Colian brought a classic. It's Alstrud Gilberto with uh, Stan Getz, Girl from Empanema. She's like a samba that swings so cool and sways so gently that when she passes, each one she passes goes ah. Oh, but he watches so sadly. says i think they played this in the blues brothers when they were going up the elevator i know i've heard this before i've heard even more bossa nova version of this on steel drums Mm -hmm. obviously and then of course i just learned that the like hold music from eureka podcast oh yeah yeah is the hummed like oh yeah it's a lot slower (laughs) yeah yeah, this is actually one of the one of the first like sort of loungy jazzy songs I remember from my childhood. There was an episode of Rocco's Modern Life where oh. Philbert the Turtle becomes a lounge singer and he sings this song and uh, "Come Fly with Me." <laughs> Except it's "Come Crawl with Me" and because he's a little turtle, he's a turtle, little turtle man. I love that show. It was it's a great show. I, I have uh, so I have all the seasons at home. I, oh wait, oh dude, yeah, it's oh great. man, yeah. I might have to like borrow this. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, definitely put like a tile on it so you know where it is. Right. <laughs> so yeah. you can hunt me down. But yeah, definitely um, one of the one of the songs that comes to mind pretty much immediately whenever I think of elevator music is the sort of bossa nova versions of this mm-hmm. that are really smooth and sort of uh, chill and repetitive. Uh, I definitely enjoy the the female vocals in this one are just really beautiful. Yeah, so. and it's also like the classic version of it. Yeah, where it's very like, classic. Love you it. know, we were talking about vocal quality earlier with the. Um, uh, the Bargosa, yeah, or Barbarossa, Barbarossa, 
I was like, I can see it in my head. But um, she has this, kind of, she's Brazilian, and she, when she's singing English, she's doing this, like, you're, like, kind of sliding in and out of the words, not yeah. necessarily as precisely, and I love that about this one. Yeah, what, like, that other song, you know, that uh, that you had also has that. So what is it about the slurring of words that's so... I wonder if it has to do with, like, the phonetics, like, the transition phonetically, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Just, there's you know, something, something and another one of my friends and I had talked about um, just having a sort of predilection for people singing in English as a second language. They sing English in a very particular way, and mm. it's a it's often very interesting to listen to. Yeah, I think it's a really cool take on it. I don't think my German song would be that good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it'd be super precise and not sound that good. Zach brought Larry Owen's interlude. My first thought immediately mm-hmm. with the uh, elevator music. Yeah, this one's perfect. Now, people may recognize this one as the Bob Ross theme song. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Like, it sure is, isn't it? Yeah, Dakota got really excited about it because he loves Bob Ross in like an unnatural amount of way. But he also picked up my ukulele. My ukulele. He does not play any stringed instruments. <laughs> um, and started shredding to oh, it, wow. which it was um. Interesting. Yeah, so some mixed results to that one. Yes, it was kind of interesting there. Yeah, so definitely, uh, even even without the association to Bob Ross, it's definitely a very chill song. Perfect example of uh, whenever someone says like Muzak or Elevator Music, I I think think of something just like this. Sort of sort of reminded me of the theme song for Taxi, which is a song called Angela by Bob James. It's a very similar. Sort of low-key chill, but has a lot of the really cool rhythmic stuff kind of going on. I love little things to keep your interest. Right, yeah. It relies on, like, subtle rhythmic catches and, like, counter-movements in the chords rather than, like, one one person playing virtuosically or anything like that. (laughs) And then in the end of, of this version... It, vibraphones come in and i don't know if you know what vibraphones are they're uh, like yeah. a xylophone but Do you remember i was in band i knew you were in band but i, I couldn't remember <laughs> yeah, if you paid ha- that much attention to the percussion but then again i, I did it's not the sna- I, I ignored the snare drums but i remember the vibraphones oh man they're just I, i'd have there's, to say they're probably the chillest instrument possible there's a tone that it's i believe it's with wood uh, those are made out of metal i believe okay so those ones i, I can't remember which or it might which. be that they're the no, I think the the keys themselves are are metal, and then they have the tubes underneath yeah. that are also made it's of metal. A very unique sound. Yeah, it's very chill and like that sort of steel drum without the Caribbean sound. Like, yeah, it's a very chill sound. I and uh, there's a post rock band called Tortoise that had a vibraphone player like in their <laughs> band, and man, just super chill, beautiful music. Go listen to some Tortoise. Yeah, actually more vibraphones. You never see them like outside yeah. of like the marching bands like wheeled onto the Yeah, it's a shame. We yeah. should that we should get a more. podcast set of of vibraphones. We should, we should invest, that. yeah. We should do that. 
I, they're probably super expensive. They're, they're very, very expensive, unfortunately. <laughs> Ken brought opus number one. was a This American Life episode that was in part about this song. It sounds like a lot of elevator music I've listened to. Specifically reminds me of music in Vegas elevators. Have you been to Vegas? I have not been to Vegas. Me either. Unfortunately. I have not been to Vegas either. But now I feel like I know what all the elevators sound like. Yeah, I hope they all sound like this. Yeah, I could be down with that. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I would imagine by now they've probably moved on to the more hip stuff that's going to keep people no. amped up and energetic. Probably and, uh, not. You don't think so? No, no. You got to keep people spending money in Vegas. You got to keep you them gotta amped ease, up. You got to ease them into it. And you get much like having to wait on the phone. You got to be yeah. eased into it. And I'm hoping that it is with this like amazingly electronic with so much like unexpected beat stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. This is definitely one that I've heard, like, waiting on, on the phone, like, to pay my light bill or whatever, you know, I've heard this before. And uh, some of the YouTube comments said that this was Vaporwave before Vaporwave existed, <laughs> and I think that's kind of pretty accurate. Uh, hopefully, eventually, we can do a Vaporwave episode and maybe educate our listeners that don't know about it. I think we have enough that probably do know what it is at this point. Yeah, I feel like I need to learn more about Vaporwave. Yeah, we, we, will, we will go down the rabbit hole. I would love to. It's very, very interesting music. Um, but yeah, this song, it's sort of simplistic and like it lets the effects on the drums and the keys do all the work rather than, you know, the instruments themselves and kind of what they're playing, uh, not relying on a particular riff, although it has those little trills in this one that are just like, keep it super interesting, keep me really engaged. So I believe this one was the obsession of some guy. Like he kept calling these specific businesses that had this music because he loved the song so much. Yeah, I haven't haven't heard that This American Life episode, but I'm going to have to go check that out uh, because this is definitely amazing. Oh, yeah. It's got like the ping-ponging delay sort of uh, like the drums are going from one headphone to the other back and forth kind of ping-ponging kind of makes a psychedelic effect. (laughs) I almost feel like it shouldn't be whole music unless you have stereo. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It'd be so amazing. But then, of course, if it's ping-ponging back and forth, I, you know how when you're waiting on hold, like, the song, like, goes in and out yeah. for an inexplicable reason? Right, I yeah. wonder if that's why. Yeah, like, it kind of pay, uh, plays into it. Yeah, I wonder if they only took, like, half of the, you know, track. Like, right. <laughs> they, ju- they just chopped it in half and made it mono. Yeah, and- surely, they, surely there was a mono version of this that was playing on telephones, but it's way more interesting in a stereo version. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Jason P. Mm-hmm. He brought one that everyone can love. Dion Warwick's I'll Never Fall in Love Again. Don't tell me what it's all about. Cause I've been there and I'm glad I'm out. 
says, every time I hear the term elevator music, this song is the first thing that pops in my mind. This is one of those peppy, like, heartbreak songs that I love. Yeah, it's very good. It's so good. It's, I, I love the line, at least until tomorrow, I'll never fall in love again. And I just, I wouldn't get off the elevator because mm-hmm. I think if I hear anything by Dionne Warwick, I'm going to stay on the elevator. Definitely so. It's a beautiful, beautiful song written by Burt Bacharach. <laughs> really? Uh, yes, the song was written by Burt Bacharach. And like whenever this, whenever we decided on this theme, I actually this was the first song that came to my mind. And I kept thinking of the Burt Bacharach and Elvis Costello version from that Austin Powers movie. Uh, I believe it's the second one. I think I blocked that out. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I couldn't figure out why I was sort of associating it with elevator music other than the sort of peppy intro. <laughs> but then whenever Jason posted this, I was like, yes, this is definitely what's playing in the back of my head. It was the Dionne Warwick version. And I've definitely heard it in some elevators and waiting rooms and that sort of stuff. Wow. Um, I need to go hang out in those elevators and waiting rooms. Oh, yeah, then. it's beautiful. And... uh yeah, this was one of two Burt Bacharach songs that got suggested, actually. I'm a huge fan of Burt Bacharach. The other one was Close to You by the Carpenters. Oh, and that was one of the very first ones. I think it was the think, very first suggestion in the I thread. Colian also suggested that one. Thank you for suggesting that one. It's one of my favorite songs. There's a version on YouTube of Burt Bacharach doing it with a very young Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. That version is so incredible, so go listen to that version of that. Uh, she looks like he's going to, ju- like they're sitting next to each other on the piano and she looks like she's just going to attack him with love. It's very, uh, but she's it- never supposed to be in love. Oh man. It's, it's very good. <laughs> now this one, this is the first suggestion we've gotten from this person. Mm-hmm. It's, um, Diane Manley. Yeah. She suggested Prince's let's go crazy. You know I love me some Prince. Well, I didn't know she loved Prince. I, I, I do know that my mom, this is my mom, she does love Prince. And uh, so thank you for listening, Mom, and thank you for uh, for su- suggesting a song for I us. I feel like you're turning red right now. Oh, man. Maybe a little bit. But I love my mama, and this is definitely a great song. And I do love the metaphor about the elevator in this song. It's really cool. So It's such a really cool, like, like um, I guess I'd mentioned earlier, like, the elevator as a portal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it's like the portal to the afterlife. Right, yeah. So I was like, also, man, Prince. We don't get, to, we don't play Prince a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down for any Prince that gets sent our way. Much like they might be giants is another yeah. one that like. I, I know let's that just there make was, it happen. I know there was a they might be giants this week. Yeah, that's. I, I figured it would get <laughs> skipped, but I, I had no idea that they did a uh, that they did a commercial 
uh, it was to promote taking steps rather than yeah. the elevator. So that's that's cool. Yeah. Go look that up. It's it's elevator avoidant. Right. <laughs> yeah. This one, um, it, like, I don't think he emphasized the elevator metaphor enough for me. You know, in the in the beginning and in the chorus, is he says, "Don't let the elevator mm-hmm. take us down." And it almost sounds like he's saying the elevator. And I yeah. think maybe in one repetition of yeah, it, he says the, but de elevator is like whatever it is it's bringing you down don't let it go crazy go nuts hit the button on the higher floor yeah don't let it bring you down you know and i think that's a a cool uh way to bring in an elevator into your into your imagery and uh, if prince is playing on an elevator are you getting off the elevator or awkwardly standing in the corner you're you're starting a dance party inside that elevator is what's happening it's a purple elevator yeah it's definitely certainly a purple elevator he says something about finding the purple banana (laughs) he did uh before we all go nuts and i believe this was on purple rain uh yes yeah yeah yep that's right Mm -hmm. or in purple rain Yeah, in the movie yeah it's not the one everybody's always singing this i i like this one because I don't know a ton of Prince music, mm-hmm. and so I was excited that somebody suggested a Prince song that I was not familiar with. Oh man, but you need to you I need know. to dig in. And it's pretty much all really, really good. He was he's an incredible musician. Yeah, incredible. And if we want to, yeah. if we want to get really dark, Prince actually died in in the elevator in his Did house. He? Oh, yeah, Diane. Yeah, I don't think I bet my dark. my mom probably did not know that. Real dark. <laughs> Sorry, <then>. mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. But yeah, yeah. Prince Prince died in his elevator at his house. Wow, deep. It was a portal to another. Place. It was for him. <laughs> Sorry, Prince. Wait, you're laughing. That's bad. Sorry, bud. Now we didn't get the feedback so much this week, but I did have a really good story from our thread. Oh yeah. So our final song is going to be by Kristen, mm-hmm. and of course it's Vitamin String Quartet's "Wonderful Tonight," and she says. Okay, I got one. I work at a dentist's office as an assistant, and we listen to smooth instrumental stations all day. Sometimes I pick up on the songs and know them. This one comes on a lot. I don't know if that's in a negative sense or not. <laughs> so, But the final song is Vitamin String Quartet's version of Wonderful Tonight, a tribute to Clapton? Yep. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, Vitamin String Quartet did a bunch of those uh, string tributes to whatever I had like a string tribute to Tool and like wait I'm trying to remember how some does of the other that ones. Sound? It was incredible. Wow. Oh yeah, all of those. If you see string tribute to whatever, especially if it's the Kronos Quartet did a bunch of them and Vitamin String Quartet did a bunch of them. All of theirs are very very well orchestrated, like huh. beautiful versions of, the, of these songs. Now I'm gonna say that my only familiarity with Kronos Quartet is whenever they worked with Mogwai mm-hmm. for uh, I believe is the Fountain. I believe that's right. Because yeah, they did some other <laughs> they did some other film score stuff too. I believe I can't mm-hmm. remember. They work with films. Darren Aronofsky on a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah, you have a Twitter. Yeah, I'm at Pow. I gotcha. And I'm at Madam Wallet, and the show is at Andy Pod. So tweet at us. Yeah, tweet we us. Li- give, like me a, give me a reason to tweet. Yeah. Now, recently, I did get that whole thing from the top of the show. The na 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 na. You know, right, girl from yeah. Ipanema. I got that from Jeremy and Eureka podcast. It was pretty sweet. So sometimes I use the Twitter. Yay! Um, Facebook group is Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. And the voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. It's, it's one of the best numbers to call when you're drunk. Just yeah, saying. I've got it programmed into my phone. I'm going to wait for just the right time and then just 
leave us a five to ten minute voicemail. It only records three minutes, Max. All right, I'm going to leave us a two minute and 55 second voicemail. <laughs> That'll work. Now, to email the show like Chris did last week to troll us, because Chris is really good at trolling us, you can use endpod at gmail.com, and the show is at endpod.com. It's part of the 10710 network. And we're going to leave you on Vitamin String Quartet's version of Eric Clapton's Wonderful Tonight. I'm your elevator operator, Mark. Now please hold on as this ride goes bump in the night.